Okay, so hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Iglap. It's me, your host, Paolo. And for today, I know it's been a very long hiatus I've had, uh, but the schedule has been really bad. But my guest for today is someone really cool and awesome and special. Uh, we were supposed to have this much earlier, but both of our schedules mm-hmm. were very hectic. But yeah, welcome to the podcast for the very first time, Shai Habon. So hey, Shai, how's everything with you? Hello, hi, Pao, and hello to everyone who's listening to your podcast. Um, I'm really excited to be here. I know we've been planning this for, yeah. I mean, like months ago. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, and and we've been rescheduling it like many times already. So I'm just happy on me, I think, that, yeah. <laughs> that finally we're doing this. But yeah, but I'm just excited to, you know, just share some stuff um, about me and about maybe some of my experiences and yeah I'm, I'm very much okay today again i just got a haircut today so i know it looks great uh um, so yeah thank so, you. So, so happy for you to be here shy but you know before we continue i always have this thing where you know my guests kind of introduce them introduce themselves a bit so it doesn't have to be formal like a linkedin thing but right. you, know, you could just say like fun <laughs> facts about you or whatever mm-hmm. you just want to say about you just so that um the iglap audience and listeners mm-hmm. you know get to know you a bit more so Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, well, people call me shy, but I'm not very shy, as you know. Um, I'm a very uh, people person. Like, I love I love being with people. I love, you know, just sharing stuff with people. Um, I juggle a lot of things. So, basically, I'm an entrepreneur, but I'm also a college teacher. Um, I work in three, I mean, I, I teach in three schools, so one university, two colleges. So that occupies, a, I mean, a lot of my time. But apart from that, I also have like side gigs. I create content on social media. Um, I do consultancy for brands, both local and international. I write for publications. Um, and I'm also an athlete, so I'm a huge fan of MMA. And so that's why I got myself into Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu. Um, right now, I'm very active in Jiu Jitsu. I compete. Um, and I've done several competitions this year and more competitions next year. I like working out, so that's how I try to keep the work-life balance thing. I mean, I do a lot of work, but also my life would be the working out, all the physical activities, because it's my way of distressing. And yeah, um, Sundays, I, I also would, you know, do volunteer works, especially during weekends. That's how I would want to spend, uh, yeah, generally my weekends. My Saturdays, my Sundays. Um, Sundays usually I go to church. I'm a Christian, by the way, so um, I do ministry work at um, at church, um, and that's like my volunteer time. That's how I would devote my my weekends, especially, uh, especially my Sundays. Yeah, so that's all about me. So in short, you have no time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of. Well, my my thought is that we make time for things we 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 value for things and people we value so uh but of course i also would prioritize rest because again i'm an athlete so it's very important that i get enough rest especially sleep um good thing is i don't have really problems with sleeping i mean with sleep like it's easy for me to sleep even if like people around are noisy even if yeah it's not the most comfortable setup i can sleep like if i'm sleepy i'm gonna sleep so yeah, so that's about me. But yeah, but I make time for things. I'm quite a keen organizer. Like everything is all plotted out. Like my week, I would know the things that I'll be doing Monday from morning up until before I go to bed. Um, yeah. Even the naps are kind of like schedule because I like taking power naps. But all of them are like schedule. Okay, right after this class, I can take like a 30 minute nap 
Yeah. And then I have another class after this, or I'll be working out after this, things like that. So yeah, so that's how um, keen I am with, you know, with my calendar, with my schedule. Yeah, that's yeah, how I it think, works for me. Yeah, I think that's really, I mean, it just shows, you know, I think um, for people who are athletes, right? I mean, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're like a legit athlete, while I'm more of a you know, I won't say occasional athlete, but more of like a, it's like a hobby for me. For you, it's really, basketball. I mean, you can correct me yeah, if I'm wrong, though. Yeah, basketball. Uh-huh. But for you, it's really like the way you live. Sorry, am I making sense with what I'm Yes, talking? yes, yes. I get that. I totally get that. Yeah, so that's why when you're saying that, you know, you're very scheduled. You, I mean, you, you schedule your naps. You're very organized. Mm-hmm. I, it's not really surprising because of how devoted you are to, to your training. I mean, mm-hmm. you're always, I, I don't say always at the gym, but you're mostly at the gym right yes like, like regular schedule yeah so I, i'm not sure if i asked this before but you know you said you're a huge fan of mma and all of that who was yeah. your favorite ufc person again before um for girls it's amanda nunes right amanda nunes right yeah. yes and then john jones yeah, bones. Yeah. Wait, yeah. is Amanda the robot? Is she known as like the robot or something? No, he's the lioness. Who's the robot again? There's there's like a girl. Oh, who's, like, I forgot robot. the name, but yeah, but there's like a robot because of the way she looks and also the way she moves. Yeah. Yeah, but but for me, it's really Amanda. Used to be Ronda Rousey, like everyone's favorite. She was everyone's favorite. Yeah, she was everyone's because she's pretty and she really she's the character. <laughs> Um, and she has fancy moves and all that, but yeah. But um, Amanda Nunes uh, beat her. I forgot the year, but yeah. But now it's Amanda Nunes who's really the goat. Mm-hmm. No, Amanda's really good. I mean, Ronda, mm-hmm. I think had her time, and I, I would still say she's like one of the greats. But yeah. it, it's difficult to argue that Amanda isn't like the greatest because she's really great. Like she's really yeah, I, I can, she is uh-huh. right. Like she's really mm-hmm. good. I think I, she's I think, retired already though. Oh, ha- oh, is she? Yeah. I, I'm not too mm-hmm. sure. I think but for me, for the guys, though, I have to, for me, it's really Bones. I, I think he's mm-hmm. probably the greatest. Right. I mean, you remember he kept on beating um Corny? Yes. Like he's really Always just, like, like, overpowering everyone. Like, physically. I think he was, doing, was he doing cocaine or something? That's why he got, I, like, suspended three times? I think that? so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which for me is like, damn. I mean, you know, you you beat someone like DC three times, and you're always quoted and quote high. I mean, how good are uh-huh. you? Yeah. I imagine. And I think it well, the belt is really. I mean, he's his belt is really very athletic. I think that's also main thing. So yeah. like for for you, you, you know, you're into um mixed martial arts. You know, you mm-hmm. do the trainings and all of that. Is there like a future for you, like where you'll try to be like a UFC fighter? I mean, is that something on the plate for you, or is that, or is it just more of something you just want to keep like non-professional? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm too old for that. I'm 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 33, so I feel like you know, I mean, um, I know some people are doing it professionally. They're already, I mean, they they started young, at a young yeah. age. I started doing Muay Thai when I was 29. Hmm. Um, and then I started doing jiu-jitsu two years ago. Um, I was 31. So I'm a, a kind of like a late bloomer because some people now, some uh, athletes now, they, they're really starting young. Um, and so, yes, um, there were actually a few invites for me to do like a striking event, more like hmm. boxing or Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. It's just that, um, I mean, practically speaking, it's kind of hard to balance both because jiu-jitsu is a different game. I mean, 
MMA is all of those things. That's why it's called mixed martial arts. But yeah. Jiu-Jitsu is a totally different game. It's more of ground game. And then boxing, Muay Thai, it's more stri- they're more striking. Yeah. And so yeah. it's really hard to train both unless you're a really like a full-time athlete. Yeah. And in my case, I'm not a full-time athlete because I do have like several works. I do, I mean, I do a bunch of things outside the training. Um, and so, yes, um, I don't think I do it like professionally, although I like competing. And so um, from time to time, I would, you know, join some local competitions. Uh, I'm also planning to do like an international competition, but just for jiu-jitsu. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Like, um, if you don't um, mind me asking, like what country is that going to be in? Um, Probably in Japan. I actually initially oh, okay. signed up for January Japan nice, competition. Nice. Although I, I don't think I'm prepared for it. So there there are more competitions mostly in Japan next mm. year. So I'll probably, you know, book I mean I, I'll ones. join one of those competitions. But but jujitsu is a big thing in Japan and so I really mm. would want to, you know, to go there and and really just try it out. Um yeah, but yeah, that's just for it. But you, I mean, MMA in general, I think it's really a different kind of challenge, like doing both striking and grappling and all the other things. Um, it is interesting for me, but I don't think I'd reach that point where I would really do it like professionally because, yeah, I, I'm, I feel like I'm too old for that. I mean, you never know, but uh, but you know when you said that jujitsu and um so, sorry, what was the other one? Jujitsu and jujitsu, uh, Muay Thai and Muay Thai. There, yeah, Muay yeah. Thai. Like when you said that they're two different um sports, quote unquote. I Correct. mean, because yeah. one is ground game, one is more striking. Yeah. I completely get that because I think there's just some people were in if they're not really unless if they really understand a sport. Mm-hmm. It really changes how your body is trained because, of course, your body's like a machine, right? I mean, it's right. like hogs and whatever. Right. So when you do two different kinds of sports, it's kind of like doing basketball and baseball. Yeah. Right? Because with baseball, it's more about here, right? More about the shoulders, the way you're, uh-huh. you're right? While in basketball, it's mostly more on the legs, on endurance and all of that. So it's a bit right. different. So your body will act differently. Uh-huh. So with like jujitsu, like you said, it's more of the ground game, right? Kind of, yes. I guess tackling a bit or, or something yes, like that? Yes, it's more of like pinning people down, yeah, pinning. doing submissions. You can't strike at all because it's like yeah. a, it's like a, like a, a penalty. You'll get the penalty. Kind of like wrestling in a way. I mean, not WWE. Yes, wrestling. Wrestling, like, uh, wrestling is... College yeah, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, the real wrestling. But yeah. yeah, but but we do some wrestling. Yeah, we do a lot of takedowns and then we right. do a lot of throws as well. So there's judo. So it's a mix of like a bunch of things. Um, and yeah, and again, it's totally different from like this, the usual striking game. Yeah. Um, and the training is different. You're on your feet, right? Then you're punching. Yeah, the punches and, yeah. and knees and elbows. Yeah. So... Um, Plus, I've actually sustained several injuries already um, doing jiu-jitsu. Um, I've had like my arm overstretch, my knees are not really, you know, in like perfect 100% condition. Um, so yes, um, it's really, I mean, from time to time, I would do like therapies and whatnot because again, um, I've had like several injuries and I haven't had to say, I makulit lang ako, but I haven't really recovered like 100% yet. But yeah. I just don't want to stop training, and so I would rest a bit. But I will be back training. It's just that probably my body is looking for it. Plus, um, again, it's my way to distress, and so even with all the works and whatnot, I really would make sure that I have time for training. Yeah. 
I think as athletes, I, I like how I included myself in that. Uh-huh. Um, no, right. but you really have that competitive spirit that I mean, I've played injured. I mean, of course, you're. I mean, each injury is different, right? Yeah. Uh, in terms of the pain tolerance and all of that, but you know, when you're an athlete and you really are competitive, which I think mm-hmm. real athletes are. I, I don't know like a legitimate athlete who isn't competitive. Uh huh. Right. I mean, I don't know if you know anyone. Yeah. I, I yeah. Don't. But athletes are naturally. I mean, I think that's the reason why they're athletes in the first place. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wanted to ask because I I would want you know the people who are listening and watching. So actually, this is going to be on Spotify, but video format. So okay. yeah. So if they're not, I hope they're not driving when they're watching this. But you know yeah. they're. <laughs> they're at home or whatever they're you're gonna see us so i want them to understand because like for me i'm a fan of usc um but i'm not really an expert right when it comes to uh-huh. how they do certain things okay. so in terms of when you train for jiu-jitsu versus muay thai mm-hmm. you know from groundwork to strike work mm-hmm. how does it affect your body like how does it like what are the changes exactly because like for me like before when i was doing basketball volleyball and football uh-huh. Those are all different things. So like, right. like what I mentioned, right? Um, basketball is about endurance. While volleyball, it's also endurance, but it's more about jumping high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because in basketball, you don't necessarily need to jump high mm-hmm. to be effective. Unlike in, mm-hmm. in volleyball, if you don't jump high, you're useless, basically. Right, correct. Then for um f- for football, football, it's all about strength, right? So like for, for you, when it comes to um, jiu-jitsu versus Muay Thai, like how does your body react when you're... Let's say training for jujitsu, then you're doing Muay Thai. Like, what are the changes or the differences that you you noticed? Well, jujitsu is actually. Um, I have to be very honest. I'm more biased to jujitsu because I mean I I do both, but I yeah. I like jujitsu more than Muay Thai or other types of martial arts. Practically, because in jujitsu, size isn't really a huge thing, in such a way that you know I can like. I can pin down, I can take down a bigger guy because I know the way to do, I mean, the, that, that particular strategy. Um, mm-hmm. Jiu-Jitsu is really, I mean, there's a lot of mind game in Jiu-Jitsu, um, okay. a lot of strategizing that you really have to sync first. Um, speed is a factor, but it's not much. Unlike in Muay Thai. In Muay Thai, in, in any striking game, you have to have You speed. have to be fast. Yes, and you I have think to be tall, really right? fast. Right. Um, and so athleticism, I mean, the athletic build is really a huge factor in any striking game. Um, in jiu-jitsu, though, you will see like really small, tiny people. I mean, I consider myself tiny. I'm just 5'2". But I would, you know, I would spar and I would roll. We call it roll. Sparring is like rolling. Okay? Yeah. Um, with bigger guys, with bigger girls, heavier guys, heavier girls. Um, and I am still able to do several things just because, again, I know the strategy to do it. Um, because, uh, or, or um, my muscle, because jiu-jitsu also is also muscle memory. Just because I've drilled it like a ton of times. And so when I'm placed in that position, I can my body naturally would do that technique because it has memorized it already. So that's this was jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu also is never-ending. You'd see people... Already, because black belt is the highest belt, just like in karate, yeah. Um, uh, promotion in jiu-jitsu is very, it's very matagal. Like some some people are already doing jiu-jitsu for five years and they're still white belt. So white belt is the level the, one. The, 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 like level one. Um, it's because again, jiu-jitsu is um, all about proficiency and mat time. 
and some people are not i mean it really depends i mean we have different types of progress and whatnot but yeah but um jujitsu is like a never-ending journey there will be new techniques and even black belts will continue to learn new techniques from other people from other black belts from all around the world um in muay thai and in boxing i mean again i'm not an expert because i don't do it like as a pro but based on yeah. my experience as soon as you already know like the combo this is um this is jab this is straight this is knee this is roundhouse kick whatever um it's it's i mean as long as you you know how to perfectly do it with the right form then you're good like you can do it anywhere i mean there's no other parang wala nang next stage after that you just need to like memorize the combos you just need how to properly do it with the form and then that's it you can do it you can you can go anywhere else and train anywhere else and you'll just apply whatever it is that you've learned and you've mastered so um that's how i mean that's how for me i mean both of course both would require you to have strength endurance as well so we do a lot of cardio for both muay thai and jiu-jitsu um your build if you have for example um if you're if you have long legs that could be an advantage in both sports like in jiu-jitsu because you can easily just use your legs to kick people or to you know to like wrap people around your legs in muay thai you can you probably have reach is also important so all those things but generally again this reason why i'm more biased to jiu-jitsu and that's why i do more jiu-jitsu now and i compete like really in jiu-jitsu it's because it's a never-ending learning for me i like how it literally would take me away from like real life problems because now i have to solve my jiu-jitsu problems like i would need to 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 to, to think of the next move or yeah. the technique that will be applicable based on the situation. So now I tend to nakalimutan ko na uh, my my work problems because now I'm just checking on or like looking at how I can do this submission or how I can pass this or how I can we call it sweep when you're able to topple people down things like that. So um, that's why I like it but yeah but it's basically for me that's how these two are different again i'm not doing a lot of muay thai now i used to do a lot of muay thai before actually i started doing mma muay thai uh, but then now that i got into jiu-jitsu um i am more inclined to doing that more um at at the moment like yeah but i think for me that's how these two sports are different Okay. We can easily tie them up, actually. Like in UFC, of course, MMA in general, you can, of course, pin another. You can take someone down, and then you—it's easier to punch this person. It's easier yeah. to strike, right? Because basically, this person is in like the the um, disadvantageous position, just because yeah. you were able to do throw this person or take this person down. But practically, so you can tie easily, easily tie both of these sports. Just because, I mean, they can be connected in that way. Yeah, I think the most effective um, MMA um, fighters are the ones who can do both. Because, like, you know, when yeah. you watch UFC or One Championship mm-hmm. or whatnot, you usually get the knockout when you, you know, when you are able to pin them down. Then you start right. doing like the hammer punching on them. Uh-huh. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are those who do like amazing kicks that the person gets knocked out and they just fall right away yeah. for a punch, right? But I think the like what you said, you have to tackle them, and that's when you get them in the position where in it's hard to defend, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. That's why again, you can just easily tie them up. Um, real like um, MMA fighters know both. 
They practice yeah. both. They train both. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to ask because um, I'm not sure if you know this, but there's like this some. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a really weird rivalry for me, but there's like a legitimate rivalry between UFC and One Championship. Uh-huh. Uh Because okay, so I'm I, I I hope I'm getting the story correct, but of course UFC was first, right? It's been around for what nearly 30 years, give or take, like yeah, because like, it's a larger larger organization. Yeah, and I mean it started like in the late 90s or like uh-huh. 2000, like like right. something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Then One Championship started what 2010s, 2015, you know, mm-hmm. something like that, mm-hmm. right? So like the owner of um, One Championship, because the reason why he made it is like he didn't like the trash talk of UFC, where in you know in One Championship they're respectful, they bow before they fight, you know things yeah. like that. Um, so he kind of took it to the next level, where in he kept now I won't say trash talking, but he he kept saying that in UFC the fighters are doing drugs, uh, you know because uh-huh. of uh-huh. because of bones. Um, You know, they they're all trash talk, not about the honor and things like that. And I think Dana White was just basically saying that, <laughs> you know, without us there wouldn't be a you or, or something like that. So I, right. I think uh-huh. like like you know, I want to ask you as someone who's a fan of mixed martial arts, do you enjoy both or do you prefer one over the other? Do you think one is better than the other? So I actually enjoy both. I mean, I have my favorite um, fighters, but I I'm also very aware that there's a lot of like you know, um, it they're both businesses. Yeah. And so um, the drama behind, not the drama behind, but, you know, the drama that we're seeing, it's actually part of, you know, them making a huge fuss about their businesses so that more people will be more inclined to watching those things. Because, you know, you're not just watching the fights, you're actually seeing a lot of entertainment as well. So that's additional entertainment. I know that for a fact, because I used to have like a, an ex who's actually... Like a pro, not really a pro fighter. He almost got into like one FC. Um, wow. But then, yeah. But then he declined because part of the, I mean, it, this is going to be in public, palana. But um, but parang part of the, not 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 really in the in the contract, no. But part sure, of like sure. the verbal agreement um, is to have that drama. Na you're always, parang it's it's like you want to pick a fight outside the actual fight. It's mm, so it's kind of like WWE in a way, right? Right. Yeah. It's just that it's more on like, parang it's trying to be professional, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah. But it's the and he didn't like it. That's why he decided to not push through with the you know. Uh, so for him, it. he was just more of like, I want to just be there for the fight and that's it. Yeah. No? Because oh. uh yeah, and so he got sur- he was surprised when he learned now okay that that needs to be done, pala. Um, as soon as he signed the contract and all that, that he needs to be like super maingay on social media, in that he he would you know do all of those scenes not during the weigh-ins. I'm sure you, we've seen those yeah. things, right? Diba? Um, a lot of those would go viral on social media. Again, it's because um, it's part of the it's part of the entire story. It's like part of the narrative, and that would make the fights or the actual fights more interesting, because yeah. people know that oh, they there's a drama prior that they did these things during the weigh-ins and whatnot. So yeah, but yeah, but it's part of it. So, uh, in terms of preference, I actually watch both. Um, although of course, again, UFC is much bigger, and so we there are like more superstars in UFC. Yeah. Um, One FC more appeal with the Asian 
Asian uh, side, yeah. Asians, right? Yeah. But I think there are non-Asian athletes in one championship, right? Yeah, but um, mostly Asian. I think I think the audience mostly would be Asian. Asian, yeah. Yeah. So like, um, okay, no, that, that that that's very fair. Uh, but I didn't know that though that in one championship they they were like that because like okay like in UFC there are some fighters you know they're just doing it because they just want the drama and like what you mentioned. Right. Uh huh. But there are just some guys who you know they're just doing that because you know they're just really assholes to begin with like Conor McGregor. Uh-huh. Right. Like, I, I'm sure even character. if that was in the contract, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Even if that was in the contract, he would just do it for free uh-huh. because he loves the trash talk. Right. right? Uh-huh. That's him. That that's uh-huh. him. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Then of course with like. It's just a bit surprising for me because you would think that because you know how in UFC one championship etc. It's different from WWE or AEW because with WWE and AEW they already know who's going to win. It's just that how they right. make the it's story. It's already scripted. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean the pain that they that they feel. I would say ninety nine percent of the time is real, like the punching or the yeah. tackling uh-huh. because that hurts, right? I mean they're right. not doing it on the bed; they're doing it uh-huh. on a ring that's made out of wood and all of these things. Correct. But Unlike with one championship or UFC, of course, unless if there's going to be like some giant scandal, they don't know who's going to win. I mean, the one who wins uh-huh. is the one who deserves to win, right? The one who right. uh-huh. um, did the best moves or, or whatnot mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Okay, so I wanted to talk to you about, because you're, you mentioned about branding, right? And uh-huh. then all of that. So, you know, I know you you teach marketing and advertising, right? Yes. I, I Well, I teach a bunch of subjects, but mostly... Those subjects, I mean, related to both marketing and advertising and PR. Yeah. So, oh, good PR. Yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, you do PR too, too. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you because, um, of course, you know about what happened with Israel and Hamas, right? Mm-hmm. The whole conflict there, and um, there are a lot of um, people who. Okay, so one. Th- okay, let me try to fix my 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 question. Okay, so what I notice is with a, with a lot of the young people, they love to um, boycott. In the sense that when they feel that a company is supporting something wrong or they're doing something wrong, they boycott or they shocks. What's the term for that? Cancel there. They, they cancel. Cancel. Yeah. They like that term too. <clears throat> cancel. Yeah. Uh, cancel Latin. You know, one thing I really hate, and I think I've said this in past episodes, I hate it when they cancel people for old tweets or really old posts. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like what if. In the sense that um, you've seen Marvel movies, right? The Guardians of the Galaxy series. Have, have you yeah. seen Yeah, I've not. I haven't seen all, but I think I've seen like a cup. Like one, one the first one. one or the second. The first one. The first one. Okay, yeah. yeah I've seen the first so the director one. of that is named James Gunn. Um, really mm-hmm. good director, really fun guy. Mm-hmm. And they canceled him a few years ago because okay, so let's assume that they canceled him in 2020, for example. Let's just put a mm-hmm. timeline so it's easier. Okay. They canceled him over a tweet that he did in like 2010 or 2011 where he just did a really bad Japanese joke. I mean, a joke about the Japanese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, these young people are so pissed about it and stuff. But for me, it's like, that's 10 years ago. If he still believes in that, I think we would know about it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As compared to when you have a belief in the past that, you know, because people change over the years, right? Right, correct. But anyway, sorry, going back. So, like, Starbucks is being boycotted um, for the Israel thing for some reason mm-hmm. uh, and other things. So I want to ask, um, as someone who, you know, um, it's a consultant for brands and all of that. Right. How seriously do brands take being canceled or boycotted? Um, it's it's like PR wise, it's considered as crisis communication. I mean, we do crisis comments already. Crisis, no. 
But the thing is, um, if these people are canceling the brand or not their target market, it's not actually like a major, major concern. If, for example, the, the target market are like millennials or like older people and the Gen Zs or the young people are actually canceling them, it shouldn't be or I mean, it wouldn't be much of like a bigger, a big problem for them. But yeah. if their target market are these people who are canceling them, for example, Gen Z target market, nila, then that could be, I mean, that, that's something that they need to work on. Um, the beauty, though, is that because these young people, they cancel through, I mean, they cancel, they, 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 they voice out the cancel thing online, right? They do social yeah. media. That's how they voice it because they'll not, I mean, they probably would, tell it like to people like personally oh let's cancel this and but mostly they would they would state these things online like let's yeah. let's cancel sometimes they would even like create hashtags and whatever and would invite people and would share like articles and whatnot so everything is done online the beauty for brands so it's like they can actually counter that online as well so um some brands would address the issue right away um just so they can prevent you know other further damages some brands would can turn the issue into something like you know um like maybe into like a humor a humorous post or whatever depending on like their branding it is aligned with their branding some would do like a di totally different kind of campaign but it's more of like a goodwill kind of campaign just so mm. they can cover up for whatever issue um I mean, whatever that issue is, whatever that bad issue is, but it depends. So, but these are just some of the strategies that brands would do. Um, but yeah, but I mean, it's a major concern if your if if the if your target market is the one who's canceling you, who's initiating the cancellation or is initiating that that protest or whatever thing against you. But if it's not, naman, like my target market are the titas, no, and the young people are canceling me or saying nasty or tweeting about me tweeting bad things about me it wouldn't be much of a bother for me because anyways okay i mean as long as like my target market are good we're good they're still buying paying customers then it shouldn't be so much of a problem for me i will continue you know cultivating whatever it is the relationship that i have with my target market um but yeah, although a lot of brands now um, are really into social media, and so you would feel it. You'd feel like, you know, Gen Z's are tweeting about you or younger people are tweeting about you. They're using hashtags against you and whatnot. But again, it really depends from brand to brand. It really depends on the niche. It depends on your target market. It depends on the nature of the product that you're selling. A bunch of things should be considered in those kinds of situations. Yeah. Um, no, thanks for explaining that. Mm -hmm. um, because like, in the past, we've seen really good PR and we've seen really bad PR. Yeah, agree. Um, so I want to give an example. Remember um, back then when there's this viral um, Facebook video of a specific courier wherein the people were just throwing the parcel? Yes, agree. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so I mean, now it kind of died down, but it's still like a bad taste in people's mouths, I think, mm -hmm. uh, because of what happened. Because I remember when that happened, I forgot. I don't know if that was like 2020 or 2021 when when that happened, but it wasn't I think last. That was year. pandemic. Yeah, so maybe era. 2020, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I remember the. I mean, it's not funny, funny, but when that happened, so that courier company just put out a you know some statement that, in my opinion, could have been better. 
Then someone took like, a screenshot on LinkedIn, I think, or Job Street and said looking for PR manager. Uh-huh. Right. So, you would you would know it. Eh. Um some companies say they do have like in in-house PR people. Yeah. But some would really hire, you know, um like um parang, yeah, agencies to help them out with their PRs. And I think that's a very wise move. Although of course, I mean if there are if there are new companies of they don't have the budget for it, of course it's it's gonna be super expensive for them to hire like uh, an external PR agency. Um, but yeah, but there are like lots of PR boo-boos um, around, um, and some some are really doing great with their PR. Um, again, crisis come because it falls under PR because PR has many like influencer marketing is PR a PR example. Yeah. Um, media, press releases, press events are, are PR. is an example. Yeah, PR. Um, crisis com is another segment, another PR segment. And sometimes people wouldn't bother to do that because just because there's no crisis. And then when crisis happens, they don't know what to do just because again they're not focusing or they're not they're not really touching on that one. Um, but yeah, but I think every every company should be ready to do crisis PR. Or crisis com because you wouldn't know. I mean, it's not every day that operations is flawless. It's not every day that you know uh, everyone's happy or every customer is happy with your services. And so it's important that you can you actually are very aware of that too, and you know how to do it and what to do when you are placed in that or when when that when that thing happens to you when whatever whatever event that is because again that it's very possible that it's gonna happen in big small companies and all that. It I think is such a great example of a PR move. Um, there's this FMC, two FMCG companies. One sells mm-hmm. shampoo, the mm-hmm. other one sells like soy sauce and all of mm-hmm. that. Remember for a time, I think this was in 2019, because people were saying, oh, you know, too much plastic, too much, too many sachets, uh-huh. things like that. And what they did was they had like these kiosks in the grocery or wherever where you can bring your own bottle, then they just weigh it after. Do you remember what? that? But no, I don't. Oh, you don't? Well, yeah, I don't. When was that? Twenty around twenty nineteen. They stopped 2019. it because of that because okay. of COVID. Because that one's very hand to hand. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was really it was, for me. It's All a right. genius because like, can you imagine? Uh-huh. You you can just bring, let's say, for example, like a Wilkins, for example, you know, the bottle thing, and just yeah. buy that much soy sauce. And it's okay uh-huh. because they'll just wait. They'll just say, "Oh, this is ten liters, five liters, or whatever." Right. Okay. So it's I like didn't know. you know, instead of them producing more plastic, that was their excuse. We sell it to you slightly cheaper, but you bring your own container. And it teaches you to like recycle things and reuse. Yeah, but then they stopped it. So it was oh, definitely okay. a PR move, not yeah, <laughs> not yeah truly yeah. caring uh-huh. about the environment. Uh-huh. That. Which which I want to ask you now because um you know as someone who's a practitioner who studied it who does consultancy work. And you mentioned like the different age groups, right? You have your boomers, your millennials, your right. mm-hmm. Gen is the youngest Gen Z. Gen Z, yeah. The youngest, no, okay. Yeah. Then you have your youngest, which is Gen Z. I'm sure you've seen like each generation is different, right? So mm-hmm. in terms of PR, it should be different as well, right? right? Uh-huh. Per per segment. So like if you could like quickly per per segment, so from boomer to millennial to whatever, mm-hmm. like. How are their PR strategies different for each like age bracket or generation or whatever you call it? Right. Okay. Actually, um, the thing with like P- not, not just PR but marketing in general is that yeah. um, 
what I always would teach my my students, um, since these are like college students, a lot of them would be practitioners later on, is to like do it how I mean do it in the way that we do it in real life, and we cannot just say okay, our target market is Gen Z. We have this thing. I don't know if you're like if you you've heard about it, but we want to be as specific as possible, and so we do a really specific profiling. We call it customer yeah. persona. We, where we really would, you know, really just draw the picture, like literally would even like get the photo of that. I mean, like the, the the target audience we have in mind, and then we would give it a name, pa, yeah. an age, and then the age, and then we put like location. And so we'd be as specific as that. Because if we if we just say Gen Z, that's kind of general. I mean, there are many different types of Gen Z. So like the Gen Zs are just born two years ago and Gen Z's are already in high school now or Gen yeah. Z's are already in college. It's quite a big bracket, you know. Um, and so these are different people with different preferences, different lifestyles, different purchasing power, different whatever, okay, different influences. And so whenever, like for brands, I would always like, for example, I would give my students like a project, okay, work with this brand, whatever, a fast food chain, okay. And even though like the most um, you know, sikat fast food chain in the Philippines cannot target everyone. I mean, food is a basic need, but they cannot be for everyone. Like fast food is not for people who are diet conscious. Yeah. Fast food is not for people who are who have like you know who have I certain illnesses, right? Because they cannot just get those fatty, oily food and whatnot. Fast food um, is not for those people who don't have access to like the stores just because they live in like whatever lived in the garden. Right. Or something, yeah. So, um, again, so we cannot just generalize, okay, this is how you target Gen Z because Gen Zs have, I mean, the different segments in just so like little segments. And so what we would focus on would be for them to really just identify the specific customer persona. And it's possible for brands to have like multiple customer personas. Yeah. But what is impossible or what is not good is for brands to just target everyone because, again, in reality, you cannot cater to everyone. Okay. A luxury brand um will not definitely not target everyone just because they're of like i mean they have that exclusivity luxury. yeah luxury plus they're very expensive and so they cannot be for everybody just as how like i mean again a divisoria bag is not for everyone just be i mean because people some people would look for quality some people would look for exclusivity and so you really have to be very specific in your customer persona um, and so when we do that, when we do segmenting, we call it segmenting, you have your Gen Z and whatnot, we go as specific as Gen Z student, student in what area, geographic, okay, what age, because first year students are different from seniors to graduating students in terms of their character, personalities, baon, probably the seniors, they have more baon compared to the freshmen just because they're already graduating or just because some of them are already working students. Yeah. So um, we don't just say Gen Z, then we do a lot of social media. That is possibly true, but I, I'm not going to say Gen Z, they're all on TikTok because the, the reality is they're not all. I mean, they're not all on a TikTok. A lot of them are, but yeah. A lot of them are, point. yeah. Um, but the students love TikTok, okay? just because um, probably they, they I mean they find the platform very educational and whatnot. So sometimes it's fake news though, but yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and then we cannot also say that 
millennials are busy people and so they don't do TikTok at all or they do, don't do a lot of social media because some millennials actually have jobs that are social media based. Yeah. Actually, love them. So it's not again. It's it's so. What we do is we want to be as specific as possible. Of course, there are different traits per generations. Like boomers probably are not. We can we can always just assume that boomers are not into technology just because it's not their thing. Just because they find it hard or challenging to navigate around technology, using all of these softwares and yeah. smart devices and whatnot. But we wouldn't know because I mean there are a lot of like older people who are very tech savvy people just because their work involves a lot of technology or technologies around. Um, so yeah, so um, I can speak like I can always speak based on assumption that this is what Gen Z's would want and millennials would prefer or boomers would want. But essentially, if we're looking at the you know real life how brands would approach it they need to be as specific as possible so again we would really draw the customer persona my students would tag me as the customer persona prof because whatever subject i'm teaching whether it be marketing sales pr advertising comp planning research we will always talk about the audience because for me um you may have the best product you may have the you know the budget for marketing but if you do not know who your target audience is you will not be able to, you know, make profit out of it, or you will not. Your business will not thrive just because you don't know who you're serving or who you're catering to. So yeah, so okay. that's my not my, so my piece. I want to, I want to test that out if that's okay. Okay, sure. Okay. Okay. So my industry right now is more on smartphones, right? right. So of course okay. we all know the the we all know the brands: Samsung, Apple, Xiaomi, Huawei. So all kinds, all kinds of smartphones. Yeah, all like kinds of smartphones. Brands. Okay. Okay. But there's only one smartphone brand that is very, how do I say? I'm trying to think of a nice word to use. It's very um, hipster. And that's basically Huawei because it's the only brand that doesn't use the Google Play Store or okay. iOS. Because of course, Apple has the they Apple have, So they have their own. They have their Huawei own. Have their I don't own. know what it's okay. called. Maybe it could be the Huawei store. I, I don't know. But oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Because of, remember when Trump was president in the US and he had a fight with China and mm -hmm. they banned Google on... Oh, no, they didn't ban Google. But Huawei decided to end its partnership. So they created the own of okay. the Android slash Google Play Store. Right. So of course, in the Philippines, I think most people who use smartphones are either Apple or Samsung. There are those who use Xiaomi and whatnot. But those are the top two brands, right? right. Samsung, Apple. Uh -huh. So let's say, how would you sell Huawei then? Because Huawei phones are nice. Don't get me wrong. They're really nice. Uh -huh. um, the design's nice. Um, the camera, screen, whatever is nice. But the problem is since it doesn't, it, since it's not part of Play Store or Apple, there are a lot of apps that aren't in there yet. Because, you know, on the side of the app, whether let's say, let's just use local brands. Let's say banks, right? For them to be on the Apple Store or the Play Store, the Android Store, they have to create, you know, the app itself. Then they have to pay like a fee right. as well to, to be in those Play Stores. Uh -huh. So why would they like go into the Huawei one? Because mm -hmm. not a lot of Filipinos have Huawei. Like I'm sure if I do a survey right now, I don't think Huawei would be third. It could be right. Xiaomi or whatever. So like how would you do it? How would you help um... Huawei out? To be honest, I've actually attended just to. Uh, I'm going to show you this because I have like okay. a Huawei media tag. I was actually wow. invited to this one. 
as see it's Huawei, right? When was see this? Uh, and why do you have whey protein? protein? Sorry, I just put the stickers there, but basically just look at the. No, no, the, because I know I know the owners of that. Which one? The the. The whale, okay. yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I I have a lot of supplements. I get my protein from whale. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Nice, guys. Nice, guys. I Anyways, yeah. So, going right back right to back. the... So, I have the media tag of... I, I attended... Because I used to attend events. Because I create yeah. content, right? So, when I go to events, I usually would have the media tag um, and all that. Because I have access to all of the things. And again, I can get into, like, the VIP area and whatnot. Um, I forgot, though, what they launched during this time. I think it's a phone. What year was that? I forgot, but this ID looks too old. So probably it's before it's before pandemic. So, oh, so maybe it's the maybe P30 Pro, P40 Pro, something Yeah, like. 20, 2018, 2019. Mm. But yeah. Um, um, so I, I don't have a Huawei. I'm, a, I'm an Apple user. I don't we have all, a, right? uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't have a Huawei, any Huawei device. I, no, I do have the Huawei watch. He actually gave me a Huawei watch. It's so odd. Okay, I just realized and dami kong Huawei. May Huawei pala ako. Have, Wait, have you been smart. using the watch though? Yeah, I'm using the watch. I can connect well with my my, my Apple okay. my iPhone. Oh, um, because okay. it's just Bluetooth. Just as long as you have Bluetooth, you can use the watch. Although huh? I'm assuming there will be more function functionalities and whatever features if you're actually using a, a Huawei phone. Yeah, I'm assuming. Most likely. Yeah, it's more, more, I don't know, connectivity and whatnot. But yeah, um, and so yeah, um, and um, well, the question is, how will I say, how will I sell Huawei, knowing that there are like lots of limitations? Extremely uh, a lot of <laughs> yeah, correct. Actually, I didn't know that there were those limitations. Okay. Uh, anyways, but looking, I mean, just generally, because this is the example that we have, no, but also relating it to what. I can recall based on the event that I've attended. I think that's the reason why Huawei is actually focusing on the specs of the actual product. If I'm not mistaken, Huawei has a really, really powerful camera. Yeah, it's uh, Leica, if I'm not mistaken, the Leica yeah, camera. Yeah, more powerful than other, you know, other smartphones in the market. And mm. um, that's one thing that I remembered from that event. And I think that's a very smart move. Because you know, some people they don't need. I mean, they can do. Um, they can um, do all of those transactions using their laptop or their tablets. You know, if you're just looking at banks, if we're just looking at social, you know, social media platforms and whatever applications, editing, yeah. editing platforms. You know. But those specs that are within the phone or just, I mean, the device itself, these are things that are very highly specialized and highly exclusive to the actual device. And so that's something that you can highlight. And in, in marketing, you can just call it as your unique selling proposition, which is the thing that makes you different um, compared to the others. So the, the thing that makes you more sellable, the thing that makes you or that, that you can highlight in your marketing strategies. And I think that's the reason why, you know, Huawei would always highlight how powerful their camera is, how long-lasting their battery is, because those are the things that other other phone brands are not doing. I mean, really, really well. Yeah. I mean, as an Apple user, I can attest to the fact that you know, battery is, you know, um, is is not yeah. really that good, right? It's good at the beginning, but then it declines like fast. As, Yearly. I mean, y- yes. Right up to a point now. Okay, I just need to like dump this one and get a new phone just because this isn't working well anymore. Things like that. Um, 
but yeah, what is a good strategy? You know, because there is things, there are things that you cannot control, basically the tie ups and whatnot, because you already lost it. You already, you know, um, like have broken up with Google and whatnot. But there, there are things that, it, that they can actually highlight, they can really bank on. Um, and that's the reason why their marketing would focus again on the specs of the phone, how powerful mm. the phone, the device itself, okay? Um, and not focus on all the other things. Um, so I think they're also studying their competition as well. They know that, okay, compared to the iPhone, this is just their camera capacity or their, the, the, I don't know how you call it, yung parang, I think when I, I remember, now I remember, okay, I went to the event and they're showing us how the parang the constellations parang ganon. They, they try to to take a photo of like the stars and whatnot mm-hmm. with the iphone or the apple phone um you don't see the stars you see just sparkles you just yeah, know yeah. That there are like stars there no but with the huawei phone you can actually see like the actual constellation like you can even draw because it's about there's like patterns and all that mm-hmm. that's how powerful the camera is and so everyone is amazing. Like, Whoa, okay, that's how powerful that is. And you know, you're coming from like the same point where you're trying to take a photo, but this one can take this kind of photo very, very clear. Um, and it's just, I mean, the price is much cheaper than this one. So they're, they're kind of focusing on that, on no? the things that they're really. Oh good. no, but not always though, uh, because like no, but uh, but I appreciate what you're saying. No, uh-huh. but can I just say I'll show you something. So okay. like I really want to buy this phone, but it's kind of too pricey. But I only want to buy it because the back cover is so nice. Look at uh, I'm not sure if you can really appreciate it. Yeah. It kind of looks like mother of pearl. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well. Uh, what phone is that? P60 Pro. That's the one of the latest um, Huawei. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but um, Samsung has this thing called the Samsung Fold, wherein it's like a phone that's like this, then it opens like that. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Huawei also has their version of that. That one's like a hundred k phone, by the way. Like I can't imagine spending a hundred k on a phone. Yeah. Well, the new iPhone 15 is like hundred k plus two. Hundred twenty for the yeah. one terabyte. Crazy, yeah. no? The one yeah. Pro Max. Crazy. Well, yeah. I wouldn't spend that much for a phone too. My yeah. phone is like globe the you know the Yeah, but what's your what's your iPhone though? I'm curious if you don't know. This mind is me. 13 Pro Max. Is because it the big it's one? Just, yeah, it's a big one. It's a big one. It's the the free for postpaid. Yeah, yeah. So I all I just get like a new phone every two years just because it's free. But, but if there's no free, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't like change. Spend my that much. Yeah, spend that much. You could have like a spare phone, but you won't spend like that much on a spare. Yeah, because it's a lot, really. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Yeah, for and then next year the value would be so. I mean, it's gonna drop like drastically, but the next year just because there's a new like, model. But for the other brands, it's worse. Huh? Like Apple, nga, they're able to control the drop compared to the the other brands. The other brands, it's like. Super. From let's say X amount to like wow, <laughs> like drastic, talaga, no? like every Super year. Drastic. But I mean, that's one thing about technology, though. I mean, value really. But you know, going back to like the brands, like mm-hmm. Apple has never, I mean, I think Apple started out being like the revolutionary brand, yeah, so they start out that way, but then they decide, okay, we don't want to compete anymore with Samsung or Huawei or whoever else, mm-hmm. let's just be a lifestyle brand mm-hmm. because actually. If if you think about it, like like what you mentioned, the camera of, of the iPhone, it's pretty good, but 
you could get better from the other brand. For sure, the yeah. Life uh-huh. is okay, but the other brands are better. But when you have an iPhone or an iPad or an Apple Watch or whatever else there is out there, uh-huh. you know, it's kind of like a status symbol in a way. Right. Actually, Apple is so good with promoting the Apple ecosystem where, yeah. you know, it tries to push you to, you know, if you have an iPhone, it's always better to have a MacBook and to have an Apple Watch and to have all those smart whatever. Now everything is just the AirPods, Apple, yeah. Apple, 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 right? Yeah. Yes. And they have the AirPod Pro thing, which is the Pro Max. Yeah, the big one. Yeah, it's a big one. And I was like, mm, do I really need That's that? 30K, Anyways, by the way. Yeah, it's it's super mahal. I was so surprised. I was like, uh-huh. why would you spend 30K on like, okay, before I bought myself um Marshall headphones, uh-huh. And those were like 5k, like normal price, whatever. And I, but it's and it, still it's mahal for you, yeah, right? I mean, it hurt me, but I was like, yeah. you know, I really wanted it. I was saving up for nearly a year. Uh-huh. I deserve uh-huh. this. But right. at 5k, it was kind of painful. But can you imagine 30k? Yeah, and kids like, now are ba- I mean, paying for that thing. I mean, they're they're saving up for that. They they would want that for like Christmas as a Christmas yeah. or graduation gift or whatever. Um. But yeah, but I think it's because Apple is very good with, you know, just promoting a the Apple brand. ecosystem. Like again, just you, you have to have everything Apple because they're they're saying that everything will work seamlessly just because it's easy for you to transfer files, connect and whatnot. When in fact you, I mean if you just realize like for example, I have a Huawei watch which works perfectly with my Apple, with my yeah. iPhone device. I mean with my iPhone. So it's not really that, but again it's it's because of the marketing. Which like, is really yeah, good, and you have to give it to them. Really good. Yeah, Apple Watch, they, uh-huh. the marketing for it, it's more of a oh, it's for health reasons because right. it counts like your heartbeat, your sleeping. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like, okay, I'm gonna sound like a, a like a huge uncle here. So my dad before like gave me okay. an Apple Watch. I think it was like the the first one or the second one, mm-hmm. really like many years ago, mm-hmm. and he gave it to me. Um, it was his, so he gave me his some um, hand me down because mm-hmm. he got the newer one. Mm-hmm. I you know I got so stressed. Because, you know, I was just walking in the mall. I was wearing the watch. And I liked it because it had, like, the Mickey Mouse dial where Mickey's dancing. Right. Uh-huh. So, um, then I got, like, 20 messages, like, Viber, Messenger. Like, I was getting so stressed. I was like, I just want my watch to tell time and that's it. Like, I don't okay. want to tell uh, me I that. I don't want you know, to be so that smart. Yeah, I mean, like, it's like, I, if I want to get stressed, I just want to look at my phone to get stressed. I don't want to be stressed by seeing the messages and the right. calls of my uh-huh. Apple Watch, so I sold it after that. Oh shoot! Okay. Well, it's yeah. okay. I, I sold it. It was a pretty good price. My dad was okay with it when I, when I sold this. Like, okay, no, no worries. It's fine. Uh-huh. Because again, it was his second hand one. It's not like he bought it then gave. Because I wouldn't have sold it if he bought it. You know, for for me. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. But but yeah, but okay. So your Huawei watch works with your Apple phone, but you yeah. don't get your messages, or do you still get? Messages? I do. I do. I you can do? actually okay. make calls there. I can make calls. I can just send text or email, but I can I receive all kinds of notifications, emails. And you don't get stressed. <laughs> I'm kind of used to it. I to, actually, to pref- I actually not really getting stressed, but you know, like seeing so many messages. Okay. Um, and I actually like it that way because sometimes uh, my phone is just inside my bag, and I wouldn't know if there's like an urgent message or like oh, right. someone calling okay. me or whatnot, just because again, probably I'm I'm 
sa LRT ako, I mean, I'm commuting or whatnot. And yeah. so I'd prefer that, you know, I mean, I can see it like right away with just my phone. Plus, um, I use it for like, because I, when I work out, again, it's very helpful. In all fairness, it serves that fitness purpose. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so maybe it, that's a Fitbit kind of died. You remember Fitbit? Yes, which is just basically for fitness. When Yeah, and there's another one, like Pebble, I think, or something like that. I don't know. Right now, the... I know it's Garmin, if I'm not mistaken. It's for Garmin is still yeah. somewhat alive. I don't yeah, know it's, how. It's actually because they they found their niche, which is running. Uh, so they're like these smart devices are like all around, okay? But okay. the Garmin is like very specific to running. Wait, this is the Pebble Watch. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if they're still alive though, because I, I haven't seen like, like any of like those watches and like in real life. Wait, let's see know. if they're like... I don't know if, okay. if if someone's still using them or whatever. Yeah, I think they're still alive because it says... Wait, I'm Available? Not... Oh, no. Wait one second. Oh, no. It's it's dead. It's dead? <laughs> it's dead. I just read through the Wikipedia page. Dead na. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because like... I... Like what you're saying, right? Brands right now, a good brand finds a way to keep its customer, right? So Apple started out with the phone, then the yeah. iPad, then there, 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 there used to be like an iPod, pa, right? Or I think first. iPod, the yeah, iPod was uh, first. Yeah, I love. I have, I have an iPod somewhere here. I have those. Yeah, that I love that. Like sixty thousand so nice. uh, so songs. I love yeah, that. Yeah. So I love nice. my iPod. Mm. Actually, I miss. You know, I you know I miss those. Simpler times, you know, when mm-hmm. you know you could just listen to music in your iPod. You don't need to it's play. It's just music, phone. yeah, and it's just music. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So I have another like random thing to ask. You obviously have a Spotify, right? I do. Okay. Did you do your um twenty twenty three rap already? I did. Yeah. Okay. What's your What's your number one? Oh, top three songs. Wait, hang on. Nakalimutan ko na do. Okay, I think that mostly worship songs from. Me. I was gonna say let's let's um filter that out. Okay. Non worship songs. Non worship. Uh, cause I I work out a lot and my yeah. my playlist for working yeah. out is I call it JJ playlists. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and all, all of those are like you know Filipino Stupid rap love. songs, yeah. like yeah things like that, no. So if I'm not mistaken, I have like Skastakli songs there. <laughs> I'm dead like that. But yeah. Yeah, those are like the non-Christian. Yeah, I think I just realized no, non all all of them like non are Christian songs. But the non-Christians are all that I have like a playlist, it's called Jaja Workout Yarn. <laughs> and yes, it's all like Skastakli songs in John Roa. No, but John Rowe is a really good artist, though. Yeah, in all fairness, yeah. Okay. Like, he has that one really good song that Ox lang ako or something. The sad one. Yes, yeah. That is a lyric. Lyrically, uh-huh. everything about it was really... Like, I was surprised it was him. Like, it was so good. Right. Agree, yeah. So, I do have those. I mean, those are, like, my top three songs. I think I would have, like, Adele every now and then. Okay. Like, for... like, But because... Again, I work out a lot, and I feel like I can't. In all fairness, like these songs would really help me like work out better, like lift heavier, just because they're dancey or because mm-hmm. just because they're Tagalog, and I can I don't know I can relate well with the Tagalogs. But yeah, but I those are the songs. 
on my like Spotify. Yeah, uh, I, I love it when Spotify thing. started doing the whole rap thing. It just so fun you, you know it's like oh it is. This is my number one yeah, song and everyone's it. sharing about it right yeah. like yeah they would really post them on their stories um and and i like that it's very personal i mean the approach is really really personal yeah, we give you right. a good preview of you know how you've been consuming music for the past year like your preferences in terms of music and because these are things that we don't normally would you know analyze na eh. just because you know it's just random it's just we have a playlist for that but it's not for us to like look back like what songs have i played yeah, like, the most? Oh, but, you know i kind of listen to it you don't really analyze it exactly yeah but now it's giving you numbers like when they're giving you the like top three whatever but it's also giving you numbers like how many times did you listen to this song yeah. how many hours did you spend listening to this blah 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 and so yeah, now yeah, yeah, it gives yeah. you uh, a really detailed view Data. of like yeah. yeah um and that could be you kind know scary though but yeah yeah but it's really smart i mean imagine the i don't know the the system that they have to actually be able to put everything together Gilling, right um it's smart and scary but smart you know very scary um, but very smart too very smart like you know um you signed up to this platform and then you're giving them all the data about your the way not, the way just the way you consume your music but also your life in general because of course they wouldn't know like what time of the day you usually listen to this music um what musics do you relate the most probably just because you listen to them often yeah. things like that but yeah smart okay so all right, so I want to go to this part of the episode. I think it'll be a bit more serious. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the Huawei one is a bit serious, but not that kind of serious. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, it is. so um, just for the for the viewers and the listeners, um, Shai and I are actually both from the same um church, mm. uh, but I don't think she does any of the sports there. Is there a jujitsu for for our church? There's none, right? There's no jujitsu group. Mm, um, we some some would like train with me, but it's not. But really it's not like a group. 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 No, not. Right. I mean, not. like me, I have the basketball group. Um, yeah, the basketball the is group. legit. Like you really and the running group your... too is also legit. Yeah, but because you have your, you have your, ano pa, your tournaments and all that, right? <laughs> I haven't seen like any of the like, basketball games, but I, I mean, I'm in person, but I saw so many photos and all the like stories and clips from other people. I'm so, I'm so glad they don't um yet do like highlights with videos because if people see how i play basketball they might think like i'm an 80 year old man but uh but yeah no but anyway so what i wanted to ask you is this because you know how you know when people you know we're we're christians right and we Mm -hmm. try to be i mean the term is try we -hmm. put effort to being good people right i get at the end of the day we'll stumble we'll make mistakes happens Mm -hmm. what what Mm -hmm. but but what matters is how we you know have our comeback right or how we learn from it and all of that but you know how um some people or there's like this idea that when you're a christian or when someone is christian they feel that you're being overly nice and it's not because it's trying to be natural but because you have to be sorry does that make sense that you're trying to project a certain image just because you have the christian tag yeah uh-huh. Because you know how, like, okay, I'll give you an example. So, of course, in the basketball league, um, of course, you know, with any sport, right, especially if it's a team sport, mm-hmm. there's always going to be some sort of um, heat in a game, right? right? Uh-huh. Unless because if sobrang tambak yung game. Yeah, unless if it's sobrang tambak, like, there's no, 
chance for the other team to to come back. So that's when people just you know laugh, enjoy. But like if it's like yeah. a one point game, a two point game, of course there's like an intensity, right? Yeah. And of course at the end there's some trash talking, but after everything's all good, right? So like how do we how do okay like how would you explain that? It's not trying to be a persona, but it's just more about the effort we're in. You know, it's more about. You know, I, I understand um, what it means to be a Christian. Maybe you know you're not perfect and all of that, mm-hmm. but it's about like this, it's about like that. Like, how would you explain that? Like how people, sorry, I, I did quite. Yeah, I think I was that. very uh. all over the place with that one. Sorry. <laughs> so, okay, so okay, let me try to simplify even for myself. Uh-huh. Okay, so like you know how in in our church, right? Um, you're part uh-huh. of the committee that welcomes new people, right? Right. So you know you're happy. You 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 explain stuff to them after yeah. and all of that. You know how because there's some people out there who feel um that it's not genuine. It should, yeah, there exactly. Just more like, hey, what's up, y'all? Just, you know, like that. Just for okay. show. Yeah. Okay. There. There. Just because you're in the context of like you're in the church or you're a Christian. Or you're, or you're overly not be really overly, but you're very obviously part of a specific church. You know, like how. You get what I mean, yeah. Right. So, so the question is, how do we explain that it's not, it's not just for show? That it's, yeah, it's you're not trying to be fake or anything like that. It's just that you're just trying. You know, you're doing your best to to be a good Christian or a good person, something like that. Right. Okay. Um. It's for me, cause um. It's it's different for me, like personally, just because um, again I'm a very people person. So even before being a Christian or being part of like this certain yeah, really people, yeah, yeah I, I really love the idea of like being with people and just mingling with them and just hearing their stories and just being with them. Okay, um, and so that doing mini- that kind of ministry work wasn't really a huge challenge for me, just because again it's innate, just it's yeah. just in my character. Okay, but in general, like in life, like people would say, "Oh, you doing just doing this because you're a Christian," or some you just like other narratives, like uh, you're just you're posting Bible quotes and whatnot just because you know you want to be labeled or you want to be seen as Christian, and it's not really you know in your nature, blah blah yeah. blah. I think I, you, 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 you hear sure, that kind of stories, right? Yeah. Na parang, yeah. uh, you're trying to be, or sometimes they call it, you're, you're trying to be Christianese and whatnot, and now you don't know if it's genuine or not. Correct. Um, yeah. like, in, in, like, my belief is that, um, and I um, I can speak for myself again, because um, course, as a yeah, Christian, um, is I do these things because I have, I mean, I have, like, I'm, I'm seeing this as a way of life, okay? Um, and I don't really find the need to explain it to other people on why I'm doing these things and not doing other things, okay? On why, for example, I would post a picture with a Bible quote or with a worship song or whatnot. And it's not, I mean, for me, I, I, I know for myself that it is not for sure that I'm genuinely posting this just because probably this song has moved me or just because I can relate well with this it, Mm-hmm. Or just because I like it, right? Yeah. Um, and so again, I don't find the need to explain it to other people. I would want my actions to actually speak for myself, okay? Um, and so, like when people approach me and they ask me for a prayer, I would be more than happy to pray for you, okay? Um, and again, I'm not doing this for sure because we can pray on the side without people. I mean, with no one around. 
Yeah. Um, if you get what I mean. So, yeah. um, it's it's if you come to a point when you're already doing things as you know as a way as your way of life, there's no need for you to find validation from other people. Na ah for show lang yan o baka hindi yan totoo. Actually, you wouldn't mind it at all if you're thinking it that way, because you know to yourself that no, I'm doing this just because again I. In our case, we've accepted Christ. I I know my real self. I know that I am Christian by heart, and I know that I'm doing this out of my, you know, out of my conviction or out of my faith. And so I don't find the need to like explain to you what I'm doing. I'm just doing it, and I don't find the need to like um, to get validation from you that you acknowledging that I am Christian and that I look real to you. Because again, it's it doesn't matter. Because some people will always have things to say, you know. I mean, we cannot please everyone for sure, and we have different religions and different faiths, and we respect all of those things. I mean, as Christians, we respect others who are not Christians. Of course, we would pray that we they become Christians, but we don't force them uh, because they have free will. But again, at the end of the day, it's um, it's not about proving to them that hey, I'm not doing this for show. It's because again, it's I don't find the need to do that. For me, I mean, I just need to please my God, and that's it. I just yeah. need to do 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 it the way that He wants me to do it, based on the teachings, for example, of the Bible, the teachings that I am learning in church from my pastors, or from every sermon, or from every you know every every preachings that I get to hear. So that's my my take on that one. Okay, so the next thing I want to ask you is so. You know, obviously you know the Pope, right? And I think recently mm-hmm. the Pope, um, so Pope Francis is very, people would say he's very open-minded. Very yeah, open-minded he's different from so like He's the very, very different. Previous. Right? Popes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Popes. So like he, he even said that, I, I could be wrong, I, I, I think I should double check the article as a responsible adult who isn't a fan of TikTok. Um, yeah. Because TikTok at times is very fake news. Correct. But, to my understanding, he has told priests that they can bless um, LGBT um, unions, not necessarily marry, but just bless, right? I think those are way too different things. Mm-hmm. Like, I could tell, like, I could bless you, shy as a non-priest, right? But if I'm going to do, like, a priest thing or a pastor thing, that's a whole different thing, right? right? Mm-hmm. So, like, with that one, I want to ask you that. Because, of course, um, we really, I mean... We try to follow what the the Bible says and all of that, right? right? Mm-hmm. They, you know, as much as we can. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to things like that about um, the LGBT community mm-hmm. and all of that, because there's some people like I know this one person um, who's Christian as well, and this person said that actually I don't even know why we had this conversation. I mean, I I was I wasn't the one who even started the conversation. I was just uh-huh. there and it happened. Okay. So this person said that you know I have you know good. Um, dear friends who are you know of the from the LGBT community, and if they and if marriage of you know the LGBT are allowed in the in the mm-hmm. Philippines, this person said that they wouldn't attend actually their their mm-hmm. LGBT friends' um, right. wedding. So like with you with you Shai, I mean you know we're all I mean we're both Christian here, um, but even with that, there are just some things where I guess there's going to be some sort of bias, mm-hmm. right? I mean because at the end they were still human. And it's difficult for us to follow like robots, right? Because of right. The emotions, uh-huh. because of how we're, we've grown up and all of that. So like for that, like how do you feel about like, for example, like Pope Francis saying, oh, you know, we can bless these unions, but it doesn't have to be marriage. It could just be a simple blessing. 
And if you have, or you know, let's say you have LGBT friends, I do. Let's say, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we all do, man. Right? Yeah. Um, we're not the man um, homophobic or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, if weddings for them are allowed, would you attend one? Yeah. Well, to be honest, I have like, parang ninety percent or eighty five percent of my friends are, are are LGBTQ uh, okay. people, you know, from the community, and I love them so much. I mean, I love them so dearly. I respect them. Um, even now that I mean, I mean, I'm a Christian. I would, you know, uh, love them just as how I used love to love them when I yeah. was still, you know, a non-Christian. I I used to be Catholic, okay, just for the record. Um, but I yeah, I will. Definitely record that. Yes, Shai uh, Habon, ex Catholic. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, but yeah, I will definitely attend. That's the thing. Okay, I will definitely. I would want to see, you know, people. You know, especially to people, especially if they're my friends, you know, um, really, um, you know, professing and showing their love for each other publicly. Yeah. Um, and so I will attend, definitely. I mean, I would want to see that. I would want to experience that. I would want to see um, how these people, again, would, you know, show their love for each other. And I would want to support them all the way though of course again there'll be um and again you're correct we're humans but we but we also have you know our own like personal things um to deal with again um some i would i know some christians were really against you know not Super, just yeah. not just marriage not just the ceremony but you know people identifying themselves as lgbtq right yeah. i mean you know, christians are really against that um yeah. But, you know, there are Christians like us who are very, you know, very appreciative and very accepting of these people, again, because they are, not just because they are our friends, but also because we believe that they have the right to, you know, express themselves and um, properly and willingly identify themselves, okay? Um, And so, yeah, like, personally, the question is, will I attend? I will attend. I would want to see, you know, people showing their love for each other, especially again if these are people close to my heart. And I have nothing okay. against that. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't know, like for me, um, when I heard that, I was a bit taken aback, no? Because mm-hmm. you, you know, for me, how I see, but that's the thing. That's the key word, right? How I see. Yeah. Um, how I see um, God and our and our belief and our religion is. That God is obviously a father, right? God, mm-hmm. God is the father, um, and all of that. And I always believe that, you know, for me, for as long as you're a good person, y- you know, He will still love you and care for you, right? So, like, about the LGBT people, you know, for me, I would also attend the wedding, um, or ceremony, or whatever it's going to be called. And I wouldn't, um, say that, oh, I won't attend because I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? For me, no, I'll attend. It doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, I think, oh, you know, um, there should be priests who should, you know, they should be in the church or whatever. Because at right. the end, they, I mean, I don't, I, we're not God, right? Mm-hmm. It could be okay with him. It could not be okay with him. We don't know. But mm-hmm. I always believe that, you know, he's he's very forgiving for those who truly ask for it, who truly deserve it. And he is all love. Mm-hmm. Right, so that, that's how I've always seen it. So I think that's one thing that also I would w- say give cr- Christians a bad rap is that you know how there are those who are Christian, right, and they're very vocal about being very anti um, LGBT, 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, during the Pride Marches before in Marikina, I think most of yeah. it was in Marikina before, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Other cities copied. Um, there's always that one group, right? Where they say, oh, you know, you're gay, you're going to hell, mm-hmm. and, and all of that. It's like, for me, Christianity is about love, right? Of course, there's punishment if you are if you do something wrong. Mm-hmm. So you have to you know, ask for forgiveness and all of mm-hmm. that. But, like, I never understood those who just hate. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I actually had that conversation with someone okay. who's again very, very much against LGBT. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, that and go? and I had to, of course, um, um, I had to. I mean, kailangan open-minded ako during. I mean, in that conversation, yes, just because. <laughs> I mean, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot, ano, come from you that perspective. Or I cannot come from that parang perspective na. I have I love my LGBTQ friends, diba? Um and so I asked him why um why are you so like furious ganung kind of level no it's not just they disagree they really they really hate it it's okay? hate it it's yeah really it's hate, hate it. it's yeah. not just they they do not agree they really hate oh. it like and iba again as disagree and hate yeah it. Or, iba yung parang di ko gusto yan then I parang galit ako sa'yo, right? I mean, yeah, those are two exactly. different things and two different feelings, okay? Um, but yeah, and so I asked him, why is that? So where is this, you know, hate coming from? And um, I think, no, the main, the main gist, it was, it was a long conversation, but the main gist is that um, God created you and assigned you this, you know, the, you're, you're, you're a male, you're a female, you're a man or a woman. Those are just the two, you know, yeah, two yeah. gender assignments of some sort. Um, and so anything that is not, you know, I mean, that goes against that, no, that you're, for example, you're assigned to be a man and then you change it, you actively change it. Yeah. And you made that choice. It's considered a sin. That's the reason why they hate it because they are, they consider it as a sin. And now you are a sinner. But then my point is, okay, and this is, I mean, again, I did not try to, you know, argue with him. I just, you know, gave my own, like, piece of thought. Like, all of us are sinners. I mean, we sin in many different ways. Yeah. Um, these people, they we see them as sinners just because they choose to, to like, change their gender preference. But, again, at some point, you've lied to somebody. At some point, you've, you know, you've, you've, uh, you've had anger issues. At some point, you've you know you've done bad things in the past because again we're not perfect we're all humans and so we're all sinners and so they they've sinned and they are still in that sin if that's how you'd see it but we're also committing sins like every single day i mean i don't know if anyone would tell me na wala ko nagawang kasalanan today gawang mali today because again we're we're inclined to you know yeah. Commit mistakes and to sin every day, um, and so um, for me, at at the end of the day, and you're correct about that, as long as you have the heart to repent and to go back, I think you know God will always be there to accept you, as long as it's you know in in your heart and you you would do that it you're, like you're, you legit want it, yeah. Yeah, that you um, that you really you know with pure intentions would like. Um, repent, then there will always be a place for you in, you know, in 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 God's place, something like that. Yeah. You know? um, but yeah, but that's the reason why they're mad because they they are, I mean, in, in that kind of like perspective, you are 
a sinner and you you choose to like commit the sin every day that you're you're identifying yourself in a different way but then like don't i i, I don't know and you're not the person obviously but yeah, it's very yeah, but old it's testament person. though because you know how in the new testament um when jesus came about and all of that um because even jesus didn't he say something like i love all of you especially the sinners like those who um commit sin and all i mean it's like okay let's say okay here, here's the logic right the person's doing something wrong right and yeah. you believe they're doing something wrong do you think that they will change because you hate them or would they change because you show them love i mean yeah. that, let's just use uh-huh. that simple logic i mean right. that's very flawed for that particular situation but just, uh-huh. but just with that like i i never i mean like okay you you hate them because they sin but shouldn't we learn to love them and forgive them and you know maybe bring them closer to god and if they yeah change, instead they of change, condemning them right? yeah, yeah instead of condemning them and showing them hate you know and throwing bad words at them yeah um yeah. i think yeah i think that you got a point on that one um but yeah but um I mean, again, if you read it from the Bible, Jesus came for the sinners and not for the, you know, not for the... Sinless. Not, yes. But essentially, again, there is, I mean, if you're looking at humans, there are no sinless humans. I mean, we yeah. all commit mistakes. We all sin every day um, in yeah. different kinds of situations, different kinds of level. But a sin is a sin, okay? So yeah. we committed the crime and I, ako white lie, both are sins, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. We cannot say na oh you have more more intensity yung sin mo compared to mine. It doesn't work that way. We all yeah. um sin, we all commit sins every day. Yeah. Um, and I think to say like for those who never sin, you cast the first stone. Yeah, because and, and no and one, no one, one did. Right? They're like because okay, y'all. Everyone, y'all. yeah. Um, it's just that siguro, I mean, I'm not justifying. I know, but again, this is based on the conversation. For them to say. Yeah, yeah. Every day that again you choose to identify with a certain with a different gender than what's assigned to you to you the moment that yeah. you were you know born into this world, it's you actively choosing to sin. Like yeah, it's, but... it's a choice that you make every single day instead of like for example, um, I committed something just because I was triggered. You know, I mean, it, I did not intend to do that. It's just that it happened because. Of whatever situation compared to okay tomorrow I'm gonna wake up identifying this gender and then the next day the next year the next whatever okay yeah uh, I, I think know, that's your I, point that, that was what I got from that conversation yeah but uh, I mean there is a point mm-hmm. somehow if you even stretch it and all of that it's just I just don't get it I mean I mean it is what it is right yeah, and again, uh, I mean, we, like, I personally have, like, my take on it based on, again, how yeah. I, how I, like, practice my faith and yeah. how I practice love for other people as well. And so, like, yeah, I mean, if you're going to ask me personally, um, I am always very supportive of the community. I actually have, like, yeah. students, I have friends who are members of the LGBT, and I love them so dearly. Uh, yeah. Me being a Christian doesn't, you know, doesn't change the fact that I love them and that I care for them. And, and yeah. I wouldn't come to, I, I know for a fact, I wouldn't come to a point where I would condemn them just because I think they're sinners. Because again, at the end of the day, we, we are all sinners. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. for as long as you're a good person, right? Because at the end of the day, like what I said, mm-hmm. and I think you may agree, it's only God who really knows the answer to everything, right? 
Mm-hmm. Like whether he believes, I mean, whether he considers them sinners or whatnot, that's really him. Who knows it? Mm-hmm. Not us, mm-hmm. right? So at the end, you know, when we all pass away um, and he judges us, he'll judge us fairly at the end of the day, no matter what. All right. Yeah, because he's a very yeah. fair God. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. The New Testament one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Old Testament yeah. would just flood the world again. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, I don't want to keep you for too long. Uh, thank you for for being here. This was really fun. Uh-huh. Uh, but but before we go, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, like what you said, you create content and all of that. So mm-hmm. you know, you can do your plugins if you want. Like if people want to message you or want to follow your content and whatnot, where can they find you and all those things and your business as well. So yes, You're right. So yeah, so I do uh, a lot of like social media, mostly Instagram actually. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Shaira Habon. That's my first name and my last name. Um, I do a lot of like fitness content um, at the moment, actually, since, um, again, I do a lot of trainings in jiu-jitsu and whatnot. So, yeah, so they do have, and we do have like a one-month free jiu-jitsu training if anyone is actually interested Ooh, yeah, okay. in our gym. If anyone is interested to try it out for self-defense um, and they don't have to buy any gears, uh, for the free free trial or free training, and again, it's good for a month, so they can come in. We have trainings like almost every day except Saturdays. So um, wait, they can why actually... no Saturdays? Sorry, now I'm so curious. Um, just <laughs> because, because <laughs> Saturday? Just because um some people are like tired from the work week, and some would like do a Friday night out kind of thing. So Saturday oh, okay. is like their rest day. <laughs> But then there are some people who would want to do it on a Sunday just because some people are just available on weekends. So okay. that's why we had to do a Sunday. Okay? okay. But yeah, but yeah, so we have trainings every day. So they can come in anytime or they can just message me and then I can, you know, like like refer them to the or I can um parang and then to like give the coaches a notice that someone new would come. Um and yeah, I have a business, it's at Shy Shop, S H Y S H O P. I I on Instagram, and yeah, well that's practically it, no. And again, I mean everything is just Shaira Habon. It's just on it's on Facebook and on Instagram. If you would want to check me out. I also have TikTok, TikTok. My TikTok is at FitShy, if I'm not mistaken. I don't do a lot of like, TikTok. Content. Too? I've never I do, been. Uh, I do content. I used to, parang I had that moment na parang I will never use TikTok, kasi parang it's okay. I'm just so tita for it. I had that point, no, especially when you know all my students were doing TikTok, and I can't imagine, like in my case, at my teacher doing TikTok while I'm doing TikTok. And once upon a time, TikTok was just about sing and dance, right? And now it's and drama. I mean, um, and and again, um, dubbing and all that, like all the funny stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. But now TikTok is like a totally yeah. different platform, right? Like you can get news, you can get entertainment, you can get educational stuff. Yes. Um, and there are lots of people on TikTok, like professionals, like financial experts, accountants, lawyers, doctors, and whatnot. And so it has become a platform for everyone. And so I put up my own TikTok account. Um, initially started doing workouts there, like tutorials and whatnot. I actually got like a couple of like, well, I think I got like 20, say, I don't know why they're following me. I'm not consistent with doing content, but there are like thousands of people on my TikTok. But yeah, so I love the I love the humble brag. Yeah, you know, yeah. thousands oh, of people who view here, each no? video. Yeah. One, once upon a time, it's so easy to get like followers on TikTok. Yeah. 
like right if you have just one interesting content people would follow you like automatically yeah, just yeah. because the algorithm on tiktok is kind of different like on yeah. facebook because you have to follow like literally follow this person on tiktok you can just you know browse through like your fyp they call it fyp right and yeah, the for you page right yes and all the random contents would be you know would be shown to you um yeah. and so it's easy to follow people so i think that's that's what makes tiktok a lot of brands are using tiktoks already you know like if i were to make a tiktok i would use it just to like debunk fake news <laughs> yeah that could be what that but, will you know that's a lot of work then. that's a lot of work because so i have to get like the links the proper sources right? right and who knows i mean of course um what if mag backfire just because you missed a certain reference or just yeah. because or you know i could just spread fake news and say that the taliana gold is just in <laughs> You know, in Shai's house or something like or, that. Or, yeah, the Yamashita treasure or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, right. Shai, thank, thank you so much for being here. Um, I, I know you have, like, a competition on Saturday, so I think you need some rest. I know. No, Saturday, I don't so. have. Also, why do you have to sleep early on Friday? No, I have, like, a, a hike at 2 a.m. In Mount wow. Pinatubo. Yeah, in Mount Wait, Pinatubo. what? Where? Mount Pinatubo, the, the volcano. The volcano. It's, it's inactive though, so. I hope so. Because yeah. The heart comes out of nowhere. Yeah, but it's. Uh, I saw. It's just so random, like a TikTok. So I random. I saw like a like a, a content creator posting about how Mount Pinatubo, the the hike and the entire experience is actually very therapeutic. In such a way that you know, just because the environment is so good and it's so peaceful, and then there's okay. like a fun four by four ride from Tarlac to the Mount Pinatubo, the actual crater, and all that. And I was like, okay, I want to try this. And then I wait, immediately wait. went to Are Facebook. Are you going something? Why? Why do you need something therapeutic? Yeah. Uh, well, it's a it's a personal thing, but yeah, but I'm going through. Uh, okay, okay. You don't, you don't have to say it. But yeah, it was the thing. Like, for me, if I am going through some things, and, and it's, it's perfectly human to, you know, to yeah. go through things and be down at times, I would really actively do something to make sure that, you know, I mean, I know healing is not linear and all that, but I would want to be, you know, very proactive in that yeah. process where I would really, you know, um, do some fun things. Not to deviate from the actual problem or whatever, just to, but you to know. help the healing, I guess. Correct. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's... pray love type thing. Correct. Yeah, so, yeah. So, I'm doing the Pinatubo thing on Saturday. That's why I need to well, sleep tomorrow. I, I wish you luck. Um, maybe yeah, it Bring me home some ash or something. I, I hope there's still ash there. I'm just a joiner. So, I'm just joining, like, a couple of people I do not know. Okay. Um, but it was, but there's a main organizer who did all of the things like okay, from so the, the transportation like, and whatnot. So like attendance check and all of that to make sure right, that there's still Right, yeah, but I'll be with like 12 different people from different places. And so I think it's going to be fun, you know, nice. making, making new friends and also trying something that's different and going out of my comfort zone because I'm not with my like close friends. Usual this time people, yeah. With other people, and you know, it's not the most favorable condition because you're going on a hike, you're gonna be tired, you're gonna be hungry, and it's a long trail. And so, yeah, I'm kind of excited. I'm gonna post photos for sure. Definitely. All right. Well, Shai, thank you so much for being here. So, yeah, guys, just follow Shai on Instagram. It's Shai Habon. It's Shai Habon. Shai Rahabon. Shai Rahabon. Shai Rahabon, then Shai Shop on Instagram as well. Yeah. 
So yeah, Shai, thank you so much for being here again. Um, Iglap, we'll have one more episode after this before the season. So the next episode will be the season finale. Uh, then we'll be back around Jan-ish. But until then, thank you again, Shai. Thanks, everyone. And thank take you. care. And bye.